Welcome back, guys. <laughs> Talk the Tuesday. As you can clearly tell, I have a short attention span because I clicked record and I was like, "Oh, snap, it's recording." <laughs> it's so so. And back again. You know the talkman recording on a normal time. We both answered our text instant messages. Instant messages. Huh. Yeah. Sometimes what happens is we don't like. The, Skype doesn't let us see the other person's message, and so we're both just sitting at our computer, just like, all right, all right, all right. And then sometimes we have to push it to Tuesday when we're both ready on a Monday. <laughs> so we, uh, we we found our way around it. Sent multiple messages. <laughs> uh, with that being said, real intro. <laughs> it's Tuesday, Tuesday, talk man, Tuesday. Everybody's looking forward to the podcast, yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday, talk man, Tuesday. Everybody's looking forward to the podcast, yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> I think that was really good. We timed it perfectly. Yeah. 20 As seconds. always. It's what professionals do. They got their timing down. Unless he goes to our YouTube channel, then... <laughs> how was your week going or how was your most recent week i gotta get this off my chest oh dun, dun, dun. guys if somebody calls you sounding very urgent and especially if you're at your workplace at your workplace probably working at restaurant grocery store you know retail you're working in retail right Somebody calls you and says, uh, manager told me to call you um, and tells you to write things down or whatnot, saying it's very urgent. And then all of a sudden, this is a red flag, okay? If they ask for a payment, credit card or anything, red flag. <laughs> Did you get scammed? Not give up. Yeah, no. Somebody oh. just came in and somebody got scammed. And they try to cancel it once they realize it was a scam. Um, they were—he works at a restaurant, I believe. Um, he's probably like the assistant of the manager or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. He got called saying um, he's a friend of a manager uh, that they need to make an, a payment as soon as possible. Um, probably was a lot more um, entailed, or, uh, but basically he came in, did a wire transfer to an account. And then once he got in contact with the manager, he's like, no, I didn't. I didn't ask for a payment or anything. He's like, what do you mean you didn't ask for a payment? I just wired $400 to an account. I don't know where it was, too. Um, probably Mexico. Uh, but once he realized that, he was re- he. that's when he realized he got scammed. So he came back, tried to cancel it, and it's like, dude, it's to an account. It's, if it's to yeah. an account, it's like 15, 20 minutes, and it's done. You can't get it back. Now you know. Yeah. So, NRAT. <laughs> yeah so i mean you get called by people co- try to contact that friend or that individual first don't just take their word for it and they'll always say that there's like a time crunch on it that's just to get you to make a quick decision and most people will help like just innately help somebody out especially if they know them mm-hmm. but take the time try to contact the person who they say that they know yeah i think they, they try to do it here before too and, like, I write down all their information and everything because, like, I'm busy and I don't really think about it. 
Mm-hmm. And then once they ask for payment, I'm like, that's a red flag. So mm-hmm. I, I automatically call my sister up. It's like, and she answers. I'm like, um, they pretend they're on the phone with that person. And I'm like, why don't they just call me directly? <laughs> yeah. So I just called my sister and she was like, I asked her, are you on the phone with anybody right now? She's like, no. And like, that's all I need to know. I was like, okay, this guy is saying he's on the phone with you. <laughs> And he's asking for money. That's her, I, That's the red flag, asking for money who yeah. you don't know. Yeah. Even if I, it's to a doctor's appointment, I'm like, I'm still iffy. <laughs> <laughs> this he's could like, really go either way right now. Uh. <laughs> he's like, you could call us back um, if you want to be like, more secure. I'm like, I just might do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That's, I think I've told a story about the guy who got scammed two thousand dollars, right? And I saved him two grand. Um, basically, this guy <laughs> went into a website you weren't supposed to go into. Probably tried to hire a prostitute. Um, oh. And so, <laughs> uh, and so he got in contact with um, uh, supposedly the U.S. government um, was trying to sue him. Or um, file charges against him. I have no idea how that would work, but yeah, um, there were two people into this scam. The U.S. government pretending to be this government. This is not the U.S. government by no means. We are a pro-U.S. government podcast. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> love the government. <laughs> okay, um, and so they they were gonna sue him until uh, a lawyer somehow came into the picture. And was like, I got you covered. Just pay me this amount of money, and I can make it go away. <laughs> and so he did. And then they asked for two grand more. And so that's when the guy started getting questionable. It's like, there must be something I can do, because they're also just gonna ask for more and more. Yeah. And so he went to the cops. <laughs> he was like, nobody spoke Spanish there. <laughs> like, you're in Champaign, Illinois, <laughs> Urbana. <laughs> And so he asked, like, what um, recommendations of, like, what he should do. I'm like, what do they have on you? Like, what did you do? And he's like, well, I might have tried to order, like, I've gone to, like, dumb websites or whatnot. He didn't really tell me that, but I kind of put the dots together of, like, what they were threatening him with. And, like, like, if you're this scared, you must have done, like, at least not this bad, but probably try to do it. Yeah. And so I got his number. You went to a pretty bad website. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was trying to get a quick score he got a quick scam <laughs> but he was like sweating he was like worried for his life because they threatened his life they're like i see you're at the store right now and i'm like dude they're not here like they're bsing you yeah. so um my sister actually came into the store when this was all happening it was like um, I didn't tell her about the store, story, but all I did was tell the guy to tell my sister the story. And I'm like, she's going to tell you the exact same thing. He's like, you're getting scammed. They have nothing on you. And so what she did was, I'm like, call them back. Like, text them back. Like, they got nothing on you. Like, do the same thing that they're doing to you. Like, threaten them. <laughs> and then once you start threatening them and not taking them seriously, they stop and move on yeah. to the next person. Because oh. they'll only keep harassing you if they think that they can keep getting more stuff out of you. As soon as you start 
like pushing back like they'll push back a tiny bit but it's like there are other people out there that they can they can try to get so <laughs> that wasn't as satisfying as your your cans when they go Shh. what is that coconut it's like milk smoothie it's like trending it's ah. coconut milk with actual coconut pieces it's very popular nowadays. I don't know why. Interesting. But I feel liking it. I've got um, so I drink a lot of Lacroix, so like the sparkling seltzer waters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the gifts that we got that Candace and I got at our um, one of the bridal showers for her was it's like a make your own like soda machine, but like you get, you put water in it and then you. You put water in this container, then you hook the container up to the machine, and it puts, like, bubbles into the, the water, and so it makes sparkling water. Uh, and we have, like, different flavorings and stuff like that, so basically I'm making my own LaCroix. And so going to be saving a lot of money instead of having to continuously just buy six-pack after six-pack of LaCroix. See, you drink LaCroix it makes me want to drink LaCroix, especially with all the hype behind LaCroix. Oh, yeah. It's good. The commercials are bubbly. <laughs> there, like every morning, there's a commercial of bubbly, and it just puts me in a good mood because it's like it's happy music in the background. I, I, I don't know, it's kind of weird, but <laughs> mostly for me, it's the actor. How I remember his name, Michael Bublé. Yep. Probably. Um, yeah. Oh. Remember how you told me about the story about uh, Call Her Daddy? Yeah. I went on YouTube and looked up the whole situation explained. It was half an hour explained. (laughs) Was my explanation, did it do it justice? Yeah. Honestly. I listened to the whole half an hour thing. And you summed it up real nice in like two minutes. <laughs> well, you see, we don't get the ad revenue for that. I need to learn how to storytelling. So there they were, two girls. One girl had blonde hair. I just you could just drag on so many random details. But thirty minutes. She had probably four ads in that thirty minute clip. Oh yeah. Damn. Oh yeah. They're they're making. They said they're making more than six figures. For that podcast, uh, what? <laughs> they like they went up so quick too. Oh yeah, what? it was ridiculous how fast Car- they just rose. Call her daddy is what two three years max four. Absolute max, absolute max. And yeah, that. I wonder if um, Sophia is ever gonna come out with like a new podcast or not. But I don't know. I feel like I she's kind of just, like, got a bad rep now. She kind of, like, tainted her own name. It, like, the thing is, she wasn't even the main one. That's the uh, bad part. Yeah. So. I just think it's funny oh. that how they started. It was like, well, I was unemployed. I was between jobs. And I was I just asked my friend, hey, do you want to start a podcast? <laughs> it's like, and I look at them now. I dang. She was actually um, also trying to, like, um, go through the whole vlogging thing, like trying to make it on YouTube, and mm-hmm. 
president, the presidente, um, caught wind of them and decided to sign him. Oh, that's interesting too. Hey, El Prez, what's up? My name's Sawyer. This is Angel. <laughs> Ooh, would would you sign to a company or would you go solo? I am committed to my current work relationship <laughs> that I have right now. My current employer treats me very well. Because <laughs> I'm like, uh, the only reason you would sign would, would be to like get the money up front. And basically like a loan because you're going to be working for it. Like when artists I mean, sign. It's just a job. Yeah. I mean, you, you sign your contract for X amount of years, probably agree to do X amount of episodes a week. I mean, I feel like me personally, like I would go for the company, like sign a deal like that rather than go on your own. I feel like there's more crazy upside depending on like how the, the solo aspect of it all because kind of you can make your own things and do your own deals with different advertisers. Whereas if you go for, with an organization, they kind of usually already have those things set out already. Mm. Um, but I mean, I, I, it's just so much more risky, too, because, like, what if your podcast stops gaining traction and you didn't mm. sign with an organization, then then it's like you kind of lost it. But if your podcast starts doing poor, but you still signed, you still j- can just write out the contract with it and still get paid. So. Mm. I feel like the, the longer you wait out on one, the more you'll get, quote, unquote, paid. Yeah, I mean, if you keep producing at high levels. Correct. Kind of like what Joe Rogan did. He waited it out and then went exclusively to Spotify. A hundred million dollars for exclusive rights. He knows his worth. And it worked. <laughs> and, and clearly, he, he was, he did make that much amount of money according to the stocks. Like, yeah. That... That was smart on both their ends, and you're like, he clearly he was worth that money. Damn. Damn. Oh, this is random stock news for you. Um, for those of you listeners who are interested in, in buying stocks, apparently news is like different video game companies um, are going to be like they they are or they already have or are going to be releasing their earnings soon um and they're expecting everybody to just like have a massive earnings just because during quarantine people have been buying video games and playing video games mm-hmm. um and so one of the big video games call of duty is run by activision and they're expecting activision to like just blow up even more so than they already have so if you have extra funds lying around and you want to have a quick little buck potentially Go to the stock market and go video <laughs> game route. Dude. What's your thought process on the stock market? <laughs> I love how... <laughs> um, what is it? Mid-20-year-olds hang out for a bachelor party. The first question when we all get together was, so what do you guys think this house is worth? <laughs> hey, it brought up a very good subject. <laughs> we were all curious. <laughs> What's your thought process when buying a stock? I am a chicken when it comes to buying a stock that costs a lot of money. So I'll, I only buy ones that are like cheap. And so what I'll is, buy penny what, stocks. What is cheap and what is a lot? In for me, 
I mean, it's, it just is a case by case scenario for the person. For me, if something's over a dollar mm. for like one stock, like one share, um, mm. I'm like, I have to think about it a little bit. Um, but some of the ones that I've had, so I had one stock that was 30 cents when I bought it and I bought two, two shares mm. and I sold it. It was $11. Like it just randomly went up like crazy. And so I'm like, I'm out. Um, and so I, I try to just do ones that fluctuate, maybe like 25, 30 cents max. Mm. Just because I'm scared. Because if like I buy something for $75 a share and it goes down, like I just lose money a lot quicker, I feel. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to the audio podcast about the intelligent investor and a lot of his or like do your homework on the company and you're in it for the long haul like don't mm-hmm. try to make it a quick buck <laughs> yeah. i mean it, that's honestly it's the complete opposite of mine just because <laughs> i like to have that instant gratification with it i mean unless it is like if i buy a stock that's like two dollars and fifty cents or something which is more than my normal amount then i'll, I'll ride that out uh-huh. like the most expensive one that i have right now is um penn national which is the company that owns Barstool Sports. Ooh. And so I think I bought it for 20. Like I, I bought one share for $20 and it's at like 36 or something right now. And mm-hmm. so when I'm assuming when sports get back and like start going crazy again, they're, mm-hmm. they're going to get higher. And so I, I took them when they were at a little piece. Mm. I actually have the only money I have in the stock market is. The free stocks I got from like yeah. sign up to Robin. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> and then, one of my they I got invited to uh, the shareholders meeting, and so I, hence I I owned a stock for them. So I was I'm technically a shareholder, and so I got a vote on like keeping people's positions and whatnot. <laughs> so like my vote probably means absolutely nothing, but I still <laughs> voted. <laughs> Right now, my investment choices. <laughs> I feel like this would sound silly. With sports cards. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you've got your investment right there. You don't need to like keep spreading yourself across so many things. I mean, you're going deep in one area, which is awesome. I don't know why, but I want to look into the history of like the great, um, the Roaring Twenties, of like how did it all go back? Because right now we're going through a great time, and that makes me nervous. <laughs> It tends to repeat itself. Yep. <laughs> you just hope that you're on the right side of it and you get out when it's still still good. That's the thing. Like, ah, like sports cards. Um, they're going crazy. Uh, you know the one I sold for a thousand back in February. Mm-hmm. We did the same thing last week. Okay, last week. Do you remember what it was last week? Wasn't no. it like sixty-four hundred or something? Was it? I, I don't know. It was like it was some crazy number, and you were getting sad. And I said, "But hey, you still made a profit, so don't be sad." <laughs> don't be sad. <laughs> uh, let's see. It. I want uh, I think it was like four. But right now, what's it going? It's eighty-two thousand dollars. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> then you would have the right to be sad. <laughs> let's see uh darn it i can't i don't know why oh i'm on the okay giannis rookie 
Ooh, one thing I did learn on the Call Her Daddy, Daddy. Daddy, call her Daddy. <laughs> call her Daddy. <laughs> um, they record for an insane amount of time, and she edits for a long time to get the 45-minute piece. <gasps> okay, I think probably last week, it was July... Let's say July 28th, was it? Around there, right? Last week would have been, yeah, July 28th-ish. 27th, That was the Tuesday. It was going around 48, 46. Yep, 48, 46, 49. 4,500 to 5,000. This week, they're going for, oh my goodness. Uh Oh. No. Uh Uh-oh. Last. The best off oh, buy it now. Oh snap! Auction, sixty-seven. raw card, raw, which means it's ungraded. Yeah, and right now, if if it, if they're selling for these prices, you basically gotta pay for how much you think it's worth. And it's probably like anywhere from like a hundred to like I don't know insurance costs, but yeah, a hundred to like three, four, five hundred dollars to get your card graded if you think it's gonna be worth a lot of money. Yeah. But if it's like a simple one in the early days, it's like twelve, ten bucks. Insurance reasons, because it gets lost in the mail. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine you get a card graded and it gets lost in the mail on its way back, and you find out it was like a nine and a half or a ten? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to somebody with um, a Pokemon, some a big YouTuber with Pokemon cards. He got like a Charizard Hollow, which is the holy grail of Pokemon cards. Um, probably he said it was like a hundred thousand dollar card. Got it right off the pack, so it's pristine. Like, it's yeah, he got it right off the pack. It looked really good, and it got lost in the mail. Could you imagine that? Like, what do you do? What do you do at that point? Like, because the postal service isn't gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars for that. And technically, it wasn't worth that much because it wasn't graded. So it was raw. So that's like I wouldn't mail that somewhere. I would drive my car somewhere to get it graded. And that was during the beginnings of the uh, pandemic. So like. I think PSA or the company who grades them were closed for a temporary period of time. That's when uh, California was like anything non-essential is closed. So he was like, I was, I was honestly thinking about flying there, dropping it off myself. <laughs> honestly, yeah. you should have. If I mean, you know how much that card is like is worth. He he was a lawyer before he was a YouTuber, so he was like, oh, yeah, so I'm he's doing pretty up. good. He he was hitting up uh I don't know if it was politicians or like he was hitting up big people in the post office industry. Well he, he has hopes that he's heard of these stores before that a package gets lost and then like a month or two months later it randomly shows up. Man, I'd be crossing my fingers so hard for that. Yes. Yeah, sports car- cars in general are coming back up. Mark Wahlberg, famous actor. Marky Mark. His kids are opening up a card shop business, and he put it on his Instagram story that um, 
he was proud of his kids for starting up their own card shop. And I don't know, well, that's just like more evidence to like it's it's back in the culture. It's back yeah. into like the kids are starting back up the um the scene. Yep. Cause I won't say kids are gonna drive it and then once kids start getting into it, the adults are gonna be like, Oh, oh yeah. The adults <laughs> don't wanna get more into it. Mm-hmm. I got a Maradona uh PSA seven card for <laughs> you wouldn't want to know. <laughs> For what? What did you do this time? <laughs> For $1,000. PSA 7, like, that's not that great of a PSA, right? So, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> one, it's a, it's Maradona. He's like Michael Jordan. Yeah, he is the Michael Jordan of... Uh, yeah, I want to say. For soccer, he is the Michael Jordan. But, even better... Michael Jordan was in the era where smart car- sports cards were like at the, at the end of of the peak of like when they went off, and that's mm-hmm. when card companies were printing way too many for to meet the demand, rightfully mm-hmm. so, because they were trying to make the most money, um, and so there were so many out there that they just lost their um, what do you say? They oversupplied, so the demand wasn't as high. So. Yeah. Too many Michael Jordan rookie cards out there for them to be more than I forgot what the price is, but yeah. they they don't they, they just flooded the market like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, which that's basically what's gonna happen. Um, it's for sure to happen uh, this time around, but this is the beginning of it. Yeah. So, and I think they only have like according to PSA around 120 graded. Maradona rookie cards in the year is 1979. So I think new ones are coming in to pop off. The people who've collected them over the years in eBay. So yeah, I got oh. one. So I basically got one out of 150. Less 120. And so when more people are back into the culture of cards, we're going to see how that $1,000 works out. Like, and I, I just finished talking about like, like a few minutes ago about how I I don't like spending more than a dollar. <laughs> okay. Um, you oh, I told you about the Messi card, right? Lionel Messi, he's like the LeBron James of this era, living legend. Six Ballon d'Oros. Ballon d'Oro is to the best player of it's the MVP for soccer. Out of all the leagues. Mm-hmm. I feel like NBA, there's no other league that matches it. So NBA is clearly on top of the league. So this is like the Ballon d'Oro for everybody. Um, and yeah, he got six of them. Never done before. And... <laughs> you want to know how much I got his PSA 9 for? No. <laughs> this was last year. Last no. year. No. <laughs> So guess. if if that one was a seven, and you paid a thousand dollars for it, what did you do this time for a nine? In a messy guess, nine. Yeah, he's he's uh LeBron James. I guess guess how much the LeBron James rookie cards are going for? Fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> and two two years ago, I think even this year. 
in January, they're around two to three grand. Last year, I think two, three years ago, they're like a grand each. Gary V ended up getting 50 LeBron rookies for a thousand bucks a piece. <laughs> uh, $14,000 profit times 50. And what is that? 700 hey definitely not profit oh, take 50k away from that 650 650 minus ebay fees of course <laughs> but god. in a matter of three years so oh he's going my god he's going ham on buying legends of the nba which he said legends are underpriced if the whole world gets back into sports cards gonna want him back so he's going hard on legends and so that's why i went hard on soccer legends because maradona's like yeah there's there's no competition it's like soccer legends no competition pele maradona and i want to say there's a couple other ones but they're not relevant in culture or as impactful as them yeah oh my gosh Oh. <laughs> All right, you wanna you wanna guess the oh, yeah. three thousand dollars? Oh, luckily I didn't do that. I just did two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's Only two. That's how much sold on eBay though. How much you sold on eBay? I'd uh, say twenty seven hundred. Twenty seven hundred. A whole baby. Um, the last one, I think this past weekend, one was sold. It was, let me check to make sure. Is it, it's like the, oh, no. Where'd it go? Stop hiding from me. Okay, 2004, Lionel Messi. I'm going to go fill up my water. So while you're doing this, do like an ad from our, from our sponsors. Um, our sponsors are Arizona Tea because we love their tea. <laughs> what is up, guys? I'm currently looking up Lionel Messi, what they went for. Oh, there we go. I got it. Okay. So now that Sawyer is currently looking for his product. Guess how much a Lionel Messi would go for? I think they have like 150 cards. And Lionel Messi is the GOAT, by the way. Got it? Dun, dun, dun. So you want to guess how much it sold for last weekend? Me? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, was, Sorry. I wasn't sure if you were still talking to them or. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, my guess was 2700 uh, uh, ha, 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 Where'd it go? <laughs> 14099 Holy crap. Uh, I think I need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sell it. What are you doing? 
No, no. It's a 10K profit. Oh, 12K, I should say. Sorry. My Lucas, they're like around 1K profit. Uh, I think, yeah, after eBay fees, they'll probably 1K profit. Luca, You're going to ride it out, though? Huh? You're going to ride Messi out? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I thought yes, as soon as he retires, it's going to go crazy high, too. I basically... Okay. Wait, fourteen ninety nine was one of them. There's another one, another nine that sold a couple of days before that, which was like twelve eight seventy seven. But still no. around that price range. What's like an eight selling for? Can you see what an eight is? Uh, like just how big of the drop off is from fourteen thousand for a nine. Uh, an eight point five from BGS is a fifty five hundred. But PC PC PSA a PSA a Recently sold for seven thousand two hundred, August second, yesterday. Oh my gosh! So a half a point drops it down a half, like half of the price. Yeah, that's crazy. And then I was looking at, um, huh. I hate it when like the price goes up because like this guy had three of the Maradona PSA seven, and since they're so old that. I think there's only like 110, like 19, around 28, and then like 37. So I was like, maybe I'll get a good price and try to like bargain him off, but then somebody else can beat me to it. And I'm like, ah. Because <laughs> his, I got one of his raws for like 300 bucks, and he, a freaking. Michael, or I mean, a LeBron Raw, I think it's going for like fifteen hundred. Don't quote me on that. I'm not. I'm sure quoting you on it. Hundred <laughs> percent. <Angels> raw. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that. I'm basically gonna write it out, and that's why I want to like look into the great, uh, the Roaring Twenties, so like I know when to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you start getting way too confident. That's when you stop. Because cards are so hot right now that people are looking into like Bull Bull. Um, I want to say he's a rookie. He's you've heard of him, right? I've heard the name before. Yeah, really tall guy. Uh His dad's an NBA um, player. I'm not sure NBA legend, but he was really good. Um, and so he's. His first name is Bull and his last name is Bull, right? I don't know. It's like I just know it's like Bull yeah. Bull. It's for sure Bull Bull. I'm not sure if like that's his first full name or that's his actual his first and last name. Yeah, it's Bull and the new Bull. So his price went up from like twenty bucks a card. They're all raw right now because nobody. Yeah. Heard of them. Nobody's gonna and nobody's gonna get it graded yet. You don't want to spend three hundred bucks to get something graded for a card that might only be worth. Ooh, luckily for the newer cards, they're like twelve bucks a pop. Mm. So, and if you get them like right off the bat, you basically have to like price it because right now PSA ten is probably gonna be like one hundred and twenty two hundred bucks at max because he's still a rookie and still yeah. he's not signed on untested. Yeah. And so there's a lot of risk to the new guys because injury or addictions could get in the way. <laughs> yeah, I love it how you always have to bring that up <laughs> with, with these things. It's like it's such a true point, but 
they get injured or uh-huh. they do something <laughs> or sadly just lose like lose the love of the sport and like you got to put in the work to still be that good yeah. and if you if you lose that touch like that drive that gets you going every day your performance is going to go down you should become a coach <laughs> i would love to be a coach i feel like it's this is the guys. yeah i was gonna say this is like the speech that you give to your nephew or your your nephew or cousin which one is it i basically um nephew cousin nephew cousin second cousin dude he's family i don't know ah, really, your family member I, i've lost <laughs> somebody else was like i tried to explain it to him or her and she was like he's your second cousin I'm like he's my cousin he's nephew <laughs> He calls me uncle, so I call him nephew. He's probably my second cousin. But he calls me uncle, so I just call him nephew. <laughs> hey, whatever works. I call, like, people, yeah. I do the same thing with me with, like, uncles. They're, like, older second cousins, third cousins, and they're just older, so out of respect, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, what's up, uncle? And yeah. I call my actual uncle, like, first uncle, my uncle, He's a year older than me. Every time I call him uncle, um, he smiles and smirks. <laughs> we went to middle school together. Yeah. Oh, uh, my, I, 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 yeah, you've told me about this. <laughs> my grandma had 10 kids. My dad was the oldest. So, <laughs> In the Latin culture, whenever like somebody has a lot of kids, the, the joke um, around the, like, like what, when they ask him like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> like the parents are they're like they always go like we didn't have a tv <laughs> so like, i have like, something to do <laughs> so it's always like yeah we didn't have a tv at our house and like what <laughs> Ten kids, man. ew 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 <laughs> Yeah, my dad was the oldest, so that's why I got an uncle who's a year older than me. And my sister is older than her uncle. I got another uncle who's like two, three years older. He's very tall. Yeah, he's very tall. (laughs) (laughs) He's the tallest one out of the ten. He's like an outlier. Hey, Guatemalans are usually short, and he's the con. <laughs> I would hate to play basketball with them, because you can't well, get yeah, over can't him. get over him. Yeah. But the one with who was a year older than me, we'd always play soccer together. He would always beat me. <laughs> but I feel like that's how I got so good at being a defender. But one time. I remember um, we were playing soccer at our house, and we were like, um, I don't know, he was probably winning 2 or 3 0, like on the street. And so, like, I just got furious, and like, we just kept playing. And like, I tried to do shot on goal, <laughs> I straight up <laughs> hit him right in the crotch. No, no zone. <laughs> no, no zone. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like furious. Or upset that I just want to come. Like, come on, you can, you can still play. You got this, uncle. <laughs> like, you don't understand. <laughs> no, I yeah. can't. And it's, he got back up, kept on playing. I was still losing. 
<laughs> still period. Still trying to make shots on goal. He blocked another shot. But now it was another thing. <laughs> With the wrong part of his body, he blocked it again. <laughs> so, that jerk wouldn't let anything through. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think he kept on going with the second time again. And then the same thing happened the third time. And he's like, no, I'm done. We're calling it. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> <Too many. laughs> he was good at blocking. So. Yeah. Ooh. Random thing. All right. Call her daddy since she said she would like record for like a long time. Mm-hmm. Would you be up for extending this five minutes, and then I hopefully we'll see if I can edit it down five minutes. We'll see if that helps or not. <laughs> Would to talk five more minutes, but then edit it down five minutes? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> You're kidding. I'm like curious if it, like if I add five minutes, would w- would there be like either dead zones or like. We're normally just like transitioning or just like thinking and not talking. I would say edit it down first, like edit it down, like taking out like the gaps and everything Uh and then see how long that is. And then from there, we'll know how much longer we need to talk. Uh. Because like with all of our, I guess like in between pauses and things like that, if it's only, I don't know, like, one minute, then yeah, I'd be like five minutes over is good. But if like you, you cut it down and it takes off five minutes, then we might want to talk for like ten minutes afterwards, mm-hmm. so we can kind of like gauge it. I can do that, yeah. Cause yeah, the way she described um Father Cooper, Alex Cooper. I don't even know her name. Her um, name's Alex Cooper. Did you just call her Father Cooper? That's a TikTok call her candy. daddy. <laughs> That's a TikTok handle. I follow her on TikTok. <laughs> She's at Father Cooper. <laughs> I don't know why. Call her daddy? I don't know. But yeah. She well, what like, did she say? She, she edits it very, like, longer than what she records. Like, her editing takes more than that. Like, I wanna, I'm not sure it was, like, three or four more times longer than, like, the actual recording. I'm like, damn. Wow. And... She said she recorded it for three hours and then cut it down to four or five minutes for only the exciting parts because us millennials have a short attention span and just want the action. That's crazy. <laughs> three hours down to 45 minutes. And like, I listened to like their first couple when they like were first on Barstool. And like, you can't tell that that thing's been edited like that. Like, just the flow of it's so. So good. That is it very well. well. David Dobrik, he spends days on hours on his filming and editing and thinking. And his vlogs were like four minutes and 20 seconds. Very intentional. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> uh, and somebody... Uh, a famous actor who plays in Full House, that handsome guy. John Stamos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is why you keep me around. 
<laughs> he like made a joke about it. He was like, I spent um three hours with this kid filming in, uh and and I only get ten seconds in his vlog. <laughs> Man, that's that's crazy because he he probably films them like all day. Yeah, he said he films it all day and it's like it's just four minutes and ten seconds, and like uh, back uh, I don't know when he decided to take a break because he was doing like some actual television um, filming and production, and somebody commented on it. It was like your vlogs are four minutes and twenty seconds. How long could they take? <laughs> It's like they have no idea. I spent yeah. the entire time. Yeah. Oh, haha! Ha, just kind of cranked it out real quick. <laughs> nope. Um, it was kind of interesting too, when um, there was like one part of, the, of I'm not sure if it was a blog, vlog, or uh, it was probably a vlog or like another YouTube video. Um, but people saw John Stamos. And then they saw, like, David Dobrik and, like, his co-host or, like, his main person. And, like, they got way more excited to see David Dobrik than John Stamos. And I'm like, whoa. Of course, it was, like, a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> like, the guy who was very excited was like, my girlfriend loves you. I need to take a picture with you. Like. <laughs> and John Stamos is just kind of chilling there. Like, do you know who I am? <laughs> but I would definitely say David Dobrik is more popular nowadays than John Stamos is just with like our crowd and everything a s- similar scene I remember seeing that where like it was that kind of obvious like that kind of statement in, like, in real life Will Smith with Casey Neistat both of them out in New York Street and the crowd a group of kids not five to ten kids <laughs> crowd 30 uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they all go to Casey Neistat I was like can we take a picture and then Casey's like but that's Will Smith. He's like, we'll have a picture with you. That's <laughs> crazy. He's like, bye, Casey. He's like, oh. And like you said, like the generational, what we see as like um, celebrities. Mm-hmm. Is Casey doing his blogs again? No. Because I think I... Every, everyone wants to know why he does it. He, yeah. he stopped doing daily. Ever since he moved to California, he just like yeah, yeah. I I started watching his daily vlogs, like I got really into it, and then right when I was like in it, he stopped doing them. Like he <laughs> put out his video saying that he's not gonna do them anymore, and I was like, I just got like addicted to watching you, like his form and everything. But he's like, it just got too repetitive. I did it to challenge myself, and like it wasn't a challenge anymore because I had my plan, I had my editing plan. I need something different. And I'm like, I don't care if you have your dang plan. Like, I need entertainment. I love how some people in the comments are like, most people quit vlogging daily because it's too hard. Casey comes out saying it's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the coolest part about Casey, too, is like his workspace that he had in New York um, was just awesome and like he had like everything that he ever like needed with his like skateboard uh he had all like the parts like different parts and like he could just build things in his loft it was the, he was, like a cool setup it was just interesting to watch him he's very good at storytelling mm-hmm. like how, how can you build a story every day for i don't know how many days he did it for 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not that entertaining. <laughs> like, most of the days now, I'm just sitting on my couch. <laughs> Imagine vlogging that. <laughs> oh, wait. Do you have a question of the day real quick? I'm going to need to go real soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, question of the day. Question of the day. Um, what were we talking about before I left to go get my other water? Sports cards. That. Yeah. What can we do with sports cards? Uh, you know what? Um, question of the day. What's your favorite type of ice cream? Because okay. I'm kind of in the mood for some ice cream. <laughs> so this is going to be a completely random question of the day. But if you had to choose your favorite ice cream right now on the spot, what would it be? What would yours be? Mint chocolate chip. I love uh, mint chocolate chip. What would be pralines? Pralines. Oh, yeah, we talked about pre- it. Pralines. <laughs> pralines. Pralines and cream. Okay. That would be it. Yeah. And then do a little outro thing. Like yeah. An outro thing. I was gonna say. <laughs> so everybody, let us know what your answer to the question of the day is, which is, um, what ice cream is your favorite? We will read through those and see if there's any unique ones for our next episode. And you can email them to us at talkmantuesday at gmail.com or shoot in the comment section below at angel.corrado2 if you're on YouTube. Uh, but Angel needs to hit it and help out the fam. So we're going to make this quick and wrap up. But everybody, thank you again. Um, stay safe, social distance, and we look forward to talking with you guys next week. Bye, guys. Peace.